Welcome to Cleveland Moto, a vintage motorcycle podcast by people who wrench and ride. We'll be bringing you Vin Moto Chat each week, so sit back, relax, and crack a beer. Or play us over the speakers in your shop while working on your latest project. Cleveland Moto, here's your host, Phil Waters. So, uh, welcome to our podcast. This will be podcast number six, is that right? That is correct. Oh, six podcasts. Uh, what Who we got? never thought we'd make it this long? I know, six, <laughs> right? So, just to bring you up to speed, today's cast, we've got Dustin Elliott in the command chair. Uh, Juliana, who's uh, James' girlfriend, she showed up today. She's promised to be very quiet and not say anything, but we'll see if we can coax she that better. out of her. She better. She better, <laughs> right. Uh, James is here again. James Robertson is here. Myself, Phil Waters, and our new guest tonight is Joe Howard. Hello, Joe. Hello. Joe knows fuck all about motorcycles. I know prom- nothing right. about motorcycles. But he's funnier than hell. But I'm a stand-up comedian in Cleveland, <laughs> and I was brought here to Shameless talk self-promotion. Shit. Of course, get on Joe Howard on Twitter. That's right. Get but he, he does ride. Yes, right. I do. He does ride. Yes, I do. A, the, uh, a powder blue scooter. <laughs> Stella. <clears throat> Stella. Stella. Yeah, but he rides. He rides. What was, yes, the, what was the quote about your bike? Uh, if it was a transformer, it would turn into Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. But that's the way I like it. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we've actually been getting some letters and getting some email, which is really fun uh, to get some stuff. And you guys that are s- sending in comments to the blog, uh, that's uh, clevelandmoto at blogspot.com. Well, the good news is we've gotten a bunch of comments, and the guys that are, have the comments, keep them coming, and remember to go to iTunes and... Uh, Pimp us on iTunes. Make sure you leave a comment. We don't care how many stars you leave us. That that means nothing. But leave comments. That helps us out. The uh, All the comments that we got that are like, great, good job. That's all cool. But we really like comments that have constructive criticism in them. And this one is one I peeled. It's from a guy named JD. And uh, one of his questions is all about, I've just finished listening to episode four today, and I find myself with a head starting to hurt. I'm not a wrencher by far. I don't even change my own oil. But love the banter of the group. And the info they pass along, their passion is obvious. I wonder if a definition of terms is a suitable topic. This episode tossed around torque, CCs, horsepower, brake horsepower, and several other terms. For starters, what's the difference between the ones I listed and what makes a cafe racer a cafe racer? That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. But let's just tear, we'll tear the last one off first. We'll say cafe racer. It's okay. whatever you want it to Good. be. So build a cafe racer. Um, if you built it and it's yours and you love it, uh, look for that sort of stripped down lean bike. Um, you know, hey, let's just say it. If it's not a chopper and it's not a bobber and it's not a touring bike, it probably is some storm. You know, there's a cafe racer lying inside waiting to come out. Uh, do, race it from one cafe to another. You own it. There you uh, go. You, it's a cafe racer. Buy the patch. You know, yeah, get you a 59 go. patch for your jacket, whatever. Uh, but one of the things he's talking about, too, is uh, CCs. CCs, I'm going to go real quick on this. CCs is cubic centimeters. It's talking about the displacement or the amount of volume that the motor has. And it's a liquid term. Cubic centimeters talks about fluid. And real quick in the automotive world, you are all seen the, uh, the Jersey Shore guy driving along in his 5.0 Mustang. It says 5.0 on the side. What that means is that is a 5.0 liter motor. It's 5,000 CCs. Thank you, metric system. Mm-hmm. The real cubic inch, what we used to use in America, being hard and fast American cubic inch guys, we would say that that motor is a 302 cubic inch motor, okay? Because it would displace 302 cubic inches of uh, liquid when you floated the motor. So there's two terms, cubic inches and cc's. 
They are mathematically interchangeable. There's a formula to figure them out. But in the world of Harley-Davidson's, when somebody says they have an 80 cubic inch motor in their Harley, that's 1,340 cc's. Uh, a 250 cc is a very small motorcycle. A 1,000 cc is a moderately large motorcycle. And now they've got motorcycles. Uh, Triumph has a 2,300 cc. Uh, their rocket. So they get pretty big. So that gives you an idea what CCs yeah, mean. Basically, any time you see a motorcycle, you know, like a CB350, right. that's going to be the The, the 350 CCs. is going to be yeah. denoting the yeah. CCs of the motorcycle. At, at least as close as you can get to it. Like, cause some of, They're not going to say, I mean, what was the, the 350? was only like, what, 325. 325. Right. They're not going to call it a CB325. Right. They round up. They round up. Right. Yeah, or in the case of the CB400F, <clears throat> they round it down because right. it was actually like, I think, 408. Four, four and eight CCs. That was yeah. four, 402. No, it was 408. It was 408? actually, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, way to go, nerds. Uh, <laughs> So then the last thing is torque versus horsepower. We could go on uh, at least for 20 minutes on torque versus horsepower, but let's just think of it this way, that torque is what you feel and horsepower is what the motor can do. And these are all mathematical principles that gravitate around 5,200 or 5,252 cc's. When you look at your tachometer or your motorcycle and you're doing 52, 52 on the tack, you are getting the same number of foot-pounds of torque as you are of horsepower. That's the point where the magical point mathematically where those two lines cross. Now, a motor that builds a lot of horsepower, let's just say a 100-horsepower motor that only makes 30 foot-pounds of torque, at 5,200 RPMs, it's only making 30 horsepower as well. So even though it has the ability to make 100 horsepower at 9,000 or 10,000 RPMs, at 5,000 RPMs, it's only making 32 horsepower, mm. or 30 horsepower. So where you're using that power, if it's a sport bike and you're going to be ringing the tits off of it all the time, then having a great high horsepower number is really cool, as opposed to having a maximum torque number of 30 foot-pounds of torque. <coughs> where this comes into play is a lot of companies will say, we don't like to talk about how many horsepower we make, but we'll brag all day long about our torque numbers. That's a motor that's going to be a lower revving motor that is going to someday maybe get to 5,200 RPM, but maybe not. So that at those lower RPM number, your Harley-Davidson and your big bikes, that you're slugging those things around at 3,200, 3,500 RPM most of the day, you're not paying for horsepower, you're paying for torque. So the torque is what you feel in your butt when you hit the gas. The torque may be minimal, but you may have to go up to five or 10,000 RPM, or maybe 11,000 or 12,000 RPM to get that bike's maximum horsepower to you. So it's up there, but you have to go up there to get it. And that's where you'll get those horsepower. You actually pay for torque, but people measure horsepower. And that's the best way I can describe it. And that's still gonna confuse the hell out of some people. Uh, that's actually an amazing description. I mean, that's... That's as best as I can do. Yeah, I, I, I think I learned something right now. Okay, so just remember, <laughs> at 52.52 on the RPM needle, you're getting exactly as many horsepower as you are torque, even if your motorcycle can produce 150 horsepower, but it only has 32 foot-pounds to give you. At 52.52, you're getting whatever the, lo the lower number in that equation is. So keep that in mind. So when you do, nice, got our first burp of the evening by Juliana. <laughs> Excellent. Nice, Good a job. nice delicate burp. Might be the only thing we hear from her tonight. That's <laughs> Just belch occasionally. When I didn't you... learn anything from that. I was drinking a beer and looking at my phone. Exactly. But... <laughs> Juliana, what are you drinking tonight? 
Oh, what is it? Uh, d- d- Come on, you got to Come on, this is an it's audio, audio podcast. Yeah. 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 Come if on. It, if, if you're really, <clears throat> if it sounds dumb, they'll just edit it out. Right, exactly. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? Beer. Beer. Okay. Beer. Right. What is Boy, it, she Juliana? really stinks. Oh, my kind God, of beer she's is terrible. <laughs> God, she's fucking horrible on it. Just like. say what it is. Oh, my they God. They might send us free stuff. You, you gotta, told me you gotta if say I it. talked, you would throw me down the stairs again. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. At least she's got jokes. No, she's, she's got, <laughs> she's got yeah, yucks. That's you good. can edit out me beating right. her, right? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. She's drinking some kind of a giant fucking quart Sam Smith's Raspberry, raspberry or other. Uh, organic yeah. raspberry fruit ale. You'd it's organic. You'd think after She's that tall of a beer, she'd be a little more talkative. Yeah, no kidding. With a, that tall of a it's beer empty. and that small of a girl. And she already drank Emergency. it. Emergency. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm out. I like her skinny jeans. I decided I'm not going to buy skinny jeans. I'm just going to get fat in my regular right. jeans. <laughs> just fill them up. <laughs> yeah, just fill them up. That's what I'm going to do. Did you see the picture I sent to my Facebook from the Dallas airport of, like, a dude that was legitimately 240 pounds? And he was wearing, oh, I got wearing that. fucking skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Oh, my God. That was God. amazing. I mean, like, he had the muffin top going on. If you wear skinny jeans and you're a guy top. and you do jumping jacks, do you, oh, is that yeah. masturbating, technically? <laughs> That's my question. Totally. I'm, I'm in for that one. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the dude looked like a fool, but he had the little Che Guevara hat on with a bunch yeah. of little one-inch badges on it. He was his hipster, and he's carrying a guitar case, of course. Oh, what? Well, yeah. He's a hipster. He's a musician. He's, yeah. wow. he's, he's got at least no at least. Your four pants parts. are tied together with string. Oh my! That's what happens when you have skinny jeans and you rip the the belt loops off and you have to <laughs> keep them up? They're all together you can't with wear rope. a belt because there's nowhere for it to go. So. Uh, it's the the first Cleveland oh, Moto Hipster podcast. My yeah, God. this is a hipster. This are we talking five. about bicycle snacks? Yeah, you're wearing a suit coat. <laughs> I'm wearing a suit coat and I have a handlebar mustache. This is awful. <laughs> are, are we going to start Jesus talking Christ. about like uh, you know the benefits of riding a fixie? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we're going to save that for the cranky podcast. Let's get back to motorcycles. Let's get back. Yeah, to yeah, go ahead and talk oh, to that. Oh, so oh good lord. Yeah. So we well, you know the 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 whole horsepower torque thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, there's like just a few motors, and most of them are race motors and stuff that has just blown my mind with the the low displacement, yet the horsepower that right. they generate. You spin them real fast. <clears throat> yeah, and right. uh, one of them was uh, the bike was never released in the states. I know it was over in Europe and uh, Australia and all that. It was the 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 CB two fifty RR. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. 250cc mm-hmm. four-cylinder motorcycle, and yep. it made 48 brake horsepower. Right. But it made it at somewhere around 14 15, to 15,000 yeah, 15, RPM. Right. 15,000 RPM. I think it was 15,400 right. RPM. And if, you, and if you look at its chart or you look at its graph about how it right. makes power, it makes nothing in the basement. And then above mm-hmm. 10,000 RPM, it goes wild. So that means you've got to keep that bike above 10,000 RPM all the time. Wow, and what that means is you change the oil on that motorcycle hourly. <laughs> I mean, you just just always change your oil. Now, yeah. now I know like singles make some good lowdown torque. Well, yeah, singles and twins you know. are notorious thumpers. Yeah, and that's because when it comes down to the mathematical formula about how these things work, uh, look into it because it actually the measurement for horsepower comes from how much work a pit pony, uh, a horse, can do lifting coal, lifting weight on a rope out of a hole. That's where they came up with how much work can one horse do in one hour. 
Uh, it's wow, crazy. We're, we're a very advanced society, I guess. No, we are. We're we're using, we, we still judge on, on horse. <laughs> we still judge on horsepower. <laughs> well, Jesus, this is twenty-four. Why, buy, yeah, why, yeah. Why, why buy one horse when I could buy one motorcycle and get twenty-four yeah, horsepower? Exactly. I can fire all my horses. I can eat them. Uh, but mm, seriously, there's like the way that works out. When you've got a motorcycle that has a single cylinder but a very heavy flywheel, you get that mass and inertia moving. Mm -hmm. That's very good for delivering torque at a lower RPM because you're not going to take a one-cylinder motorcycle in most cases and spin it up to 10 or 12,000 RPM. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, but they, you know, motor, racing motorcycles do do that. And we've had some motor scooters that actually run at fifteen thousand RPM. Yeah, a little get, baby, fifty cc. Yeah, you motor. get the you get the sprinters out yeah. there. You know, if you want to do your quarter mile runs, right. you you know you do want a heavier flywheel, but right. but everything's you know. going to be up in that butter zone, yeah. well over ten thousand RPM. Yeah. So just remember that horsepower tends to be something in the lofty RPMs, and torque is something you get down the meat potatoes range. Yeah. So that's good, and uh, torque numbers are great. When you see good torque numbers on a bike, then you know it's going to be a lot of fun to ride. It's going to get you you know right in the seat of your pants. So that's something you like, you know. Uh, if you're racing a bike, maybe the, the the horsepower numbers are more important. The torque isn't so important because you're going to keep it up in the higher RPMs all the time. So that's cool. It was a great uh, a great comment, a great question. We see. I'd love to see more of those. Um, if I butchered any definition, if yeah, any, I would you, love someone to tell us we're wrong. Well, you yeah. can. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have it. Yeah, please, hey. you know, please bring it on. Hey, so, and, and if you tell us that, we will put it on the next podcast. Yeah, we'll put it on the next podcast. Yeah. And if you re- challenge us, we will. And we'll research the but hell out of it. make sure you're right, because if you're not right, <laughs> then we'll give out your email It address. won't just be your initials. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. It'll be uh, heftyhoney at AOL.com. You, we owned you. <laughs> Did you just buy a bike off that guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was handsome heavy at Yahoo.com. Uh, I hate to put that out there, because he's a really nice guy. No, he, no, yeah, he was a great guy. he wasn't guy. fat just, at all. No, yeah, that was just a funny name to have, like... It's a funny email handle, yeah. handsome heavy at Yahoo.com. Yeah, for a very skinny, uh, I, I might, I might Handsome heavy at Yahoo.com. <laughs> I, I might, for legal reasons, have to edit this out. Whatever. No, no. Uh, just, come on. Just bleep out whatever... <clears throat> Email address. Whatever. Yeah, he was server. a great guy. Yeah, what is but he wasn't fat. But he had a lot of parts in his garage. So if you're looking for anything, <laughs> right. we could tell you where he lives. Uh, but yeah, it's good stuff. Real quick, uh, I know one of you guys was talking about in the garage in our pre-show warm-up drinking beers. We were talking about a company called Mac. Uh, yeah, Mac Mac Motorcycles. Mac, they're not the company that makes the exhaust systems. It's a British company. They're not the computer company. And I under well, well, which yeah, I know you want to talk anyway, about them yeah. too. Right. Settle yes, down. Yes, right. yes, yes, they don't build exhaust so. systems. They don't build computers. But they make uh, apparently they take this bumper crop of Buell Blast 500 cc motors that are out there that you know every that they made a lot of. Oh yeah, and they're basically recycling these motors into cool. Motorcycles, which I and we're not it, saying that the Buell Blast was uncool. No, no we're saying it was all. devastating, horrifically, awfully uncool. That it was, it was a piece of shit, ugly motorcycle, and that even Eric Buell, when they were on their way out, <laughs> said, "Here's a picture of your 2010 Buell Blast," and it was actually a crushed cube of a motorcycle, and said, "If you're looking forward to the 2010 Buell Blast." Here it is. So tell us how you really feel, Phil. Because I, I really feel like you held something back there. Like. We went and test drove <laughs> the Buell Blast when it first came out, and Merritt test drove it, and she was. She said it is exactly like driving my old Honda CL three sixty. It has the same feeling of power. It has the same feeling of riding it. That same kind of ugh, yeah, but without all the cool factor. <laughs> yeah. And so she said it's just like a it's just like a thirty year old motorcycle, but not as cool. So. 
It's, it's a good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. If you own one, that's great. More power to you. But honestly, that's that's, that's why they teach the girls to drive on them at the at the course at the Harley really? courses, right? Now, you know, I, I work in advertising. That would be a horrible slogan. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, right. It's 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 just like. Thirty-year-old motorcycles. It's just like a but really not the cool, right? It's, just, yeah. it's like a the less Buell cool, blast. right? The Buell Blast. That's why they. That's why they never asked us to write their slogans. Yeah, I can put in my, <laughs> my my radio voice, my voiceover voice. I use the Buell Blast. It's just like a thirty-year-old motorcycle, but without the cool. <laughs> and you know what? Even with that treatment, I got chills. Yeah. Just now. <laughs> my, nip- my nipples are hard. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Even with that treatment, it's still kind of a crap motorcycle. So it's great though that there's a lot of those crap motorcycles out, and you can buy them for cheap. And this company's actually building them into cool bikes. So I, they look cool. They I do mean, look I, cool. I, yeah. I, I mean, personally, I mean, I, I I found that website and I thought, like, wow, these are gorgeous bikes. But yeah. I mean, I I. I couldn't put a stamp of cool on that bike until I got on one and well, put I mean, some miles just, on it. Just straight away looking at it, it's like that's cool. I totally have that in my garage. Yeah, they're right. they're they're doing a great job, right. image wise, and and it's you know cobbling back to the whole cafe racer right. thing is right. they're taking leftover parts right, and they're making something else out of well, it. Well, and you gotta love. I mean, seriously, you have to love any company that does the website, and the website. The website's pretty cool. You know, give, them, give them props for the website. But the bike is called, the, the names for the bike is... Oh, they're pretty bad. The Spud, the Pea Shooter, the Ruby, and the Roarer. Okay, so the, uh, the Roarer kind of pins the, you know, uncool, trying-too-hard meter. I don't even know yeah, what that means. It, right. it, well, it, it, they probably just removed, like, the baffles from the exhaust, so it's louder. It's than got. The other it three. looks like it's got some kind of a manifestation of a scrambler exhaust on it. Yeah. But uh, like but then uh, on the webpage, one of the buttons on the side says "tit bits," T I T B I T S, and I clicked on that, and there are no breasts whatsoever. Oh, it. it's well, just that's like just dude, it's, lame. it's screensavers and backgrounds and images mm-hmm. and stuff. So "tit bits" obviously means something different in the UK than it means here. But you know, yeah. Titbits is it sounds like a snack, honestly. So now, are these going to be production vehicles? You know, I'm going to honestly say I haven't read up on it, but are these going to be production vehicles? Is this a new company? Will we see them in the U.S.? It, Will I have to spend twenty thousand dollars getting it over here? Uh, <laughs> what are that, we doing? That, that is all unknown. Ooh, uh, it's a mis- it's, it's a motorcycle it's a mystery. mystery. It's a motorcycle mystery. But I go mean, to their it, website. It's Mac-Motorcycles.com. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, it, and check it out. Their, their, ex- we, their so website's beautiful. It looks like maybe they're trying to drum up some interest in the bikes. Well, let's let's. Oh no, some I take that all We've back. Six podcasts. I take it all back. What? Screw them. They're dead to me. You got to have Flash Player. JavaScript yeah, is enabled. Yeah, I know. I, I just tried. Screw them. They're dead to me. iPhone. You can get on the iPhone. Oh, done. If you can't design a website that I can look you're, at on my iPod, you're, my you're, iPhone, you're dead to me. Your name's Mac, and it doesn't work with my iPhone. Your name's Mac, and it doesn't work with my iPhone. No shit, James. Jesus, James. Good point. Epic fail. Jesus. Right. But can we exert right. some power over them? We've got six podcasts in. We're obviously a conglomerate. Right. Can we get one of those over here to test ride between the between the four of us? Why don't we us? just send them the link to this and we'll have to start paying for more bandwidth, I guess. That's yeah, we, a, we, we should. They should yeah. send us one. In fact, anyone that wants to send us a motorcycle to test ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good and idea. go through. Yeah. We'll do it. We're talking we'll to it. you, Norton. Yeah. I'll give we, I'll give you the drunk drunk driving test too. And James right. will give the drunk driving we'll test right. on the motorcycle. Right. We will like just virally rape the thing. Yeah, we'll we'll and then tell paces. you mm-hmm. everything you want to know about it. Right. 
Yeah. And uh, if you deserve a good review, we'll give you one. Right. Uh, if not, I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. Unless you buy us beer. Then we're just obviously going to a good yeah. review. <clears throat> yeah. you, we can be purchased. Yeah. Send that's us it. bikes and beer yeah, for we're a good. great review. We're happy. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Anybody else got any lead news stories? Um, give me something. I was uh, I got in my inbox today that Suzuki's recalling like seventy three thousand uh, motorcycles. Whoa, uh, seventy three thousand! Yeah, did they wait, sell from, that many? Wait, from what year? Is, is this it's, like uh, is that all of them? A group of years or it's it's a couple years. It's from two thousand seven <laughs> up to two thousand ten, I believe. Oh, uh, really? Shares. And those are all bikes in the United States. Oh, yes. Or are they yes. just like worldwide? Man, Shane would be so happy if you said okay. 78. <laughs> it's it's, it's two, 2008 to 2010. Um, and it spans their line, anything from their 400cc bikes all the way up to their 1800cc bikes. Whoa. Okay. Um, all right. For, for all right. what reason? Well, there's an electrical problem. And it's uh, their their rectifiers and reg- regulator rectifiers are rectum fire, rectum, rectum fire. fire. Yeah, the rectum and that, fire. That's pretty much the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's hear this. No, no, they're not catching fire or anything. But what happened? Uh, there's not enough adhesive um, between the the two part regulator rectifier. Okay. So when they heat up, they're splitting. You know, things are coming undone in those little. And all the Little magic boxes, yeah. yeah. And all, yeah. And all the smoke slid. All the magic black smoke is <laughs> coming magic, out. The magic smoke goes. <laughs> so, uh, so all the magic smoke so comes these out. These bikes you have to are buy more magic smoke. Stalling at speed, you know. Right. That's fine. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. Which they say. And I'll read you the quote. I love these quotes. <laughs> the motor may suddenly die. Engine causing stalling you to... while riding can increase the risk of a crash. Oh, really? It certainly can. It can? Yeah. yeah. I did not know Anybody that. who's ever launched a piston at 75 miles an hour will tell you that yeah. the sudden deceleration can cause a crash. Yeah. I, 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 I just, have seized I, bikes at, at speed yeah. at even 35 miles an hour. <laughs> it's... And I'm going to put this in their terms. It's not pleasant. It's brown to trousers say the time. Least. <laughs> yeah, God, it's, it's a it's a pucker moment, yes. as they call it. Um, yeah. I and mean, I I, I I just assume that you're going to be going home with no underwear and one sock. I, I just yeah. assume that sawing my engine at speed, you know, like fucking unicorns and rainbows <laughs> would shoot out of the sky and it would be all fine. So it's now, legitimately yeah. a, a failure that that is going to stop yeah. the bike. But this is a this is a, a company that's getting in front of it. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they've done their NHSTA recall. Right. Um so they're getting in front of it. They're sending out letters, you know. So don't, if you own a Suzuki out there that's between 2008 and 2010, don't panic. You'll get your letter. You know, it's obviously, well, for us, it's not riding yeah. season. Thank so God it's right. winter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like Toyota where they're going to buy your Suzuki back from you quietly at 150% the uh, Kelly Blue Book. Shh. Don't let anybody know about that. <laughs> that didn't Keep that under your hat. That but, never happened. Yeah, but, I mean, so. <laughs> hey, yeah, Toyota doesn't make motorcycles, so. But it's a case but of. Suzuki makes cars. Suzuki's a Japanese company. Really? Obviously, all their parts aren't made in Japan. Right. Of course not. Yeah, not so, in today's market. You know, these parts are made from all over the world. I'm going to say the uh, the China region <clears throat> is probably yeah. where these regulator rectifiers are coming. Probably. Not right. probably. Sure. Well, it's not where most of them sure, are made these days. But we're going to anyway, go out on a limb here. So, you know. So, I think it's just a problem with the manufacturing there, but 73,000 motorcycles. Yeah, that's pretty big hit. I'm not going to say where they're made, but the... Mm-hmm. Country's name rhymes with vagina. Okay, right. yeah, oh. it's Regina, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I was trying to think of a funny name. I was trying to think of a funny name for a town that rhymes with vagina. 
and it's really hard. It's, it's like think, rhyming something with orange. Let's try hard that. To do. But I know you you're can, all sitting there right now. Well, trying I know. To I was orange. trying to. Well, you, you've heard that uh, the vagina song, right? What vagina song? There's like a thousand vagina songs. Oh, it's, it's the the one by uh, oh, R. Kelly the band. No, <laughs> it's, the, the, the song's actually called Three Point One Four. And that's I. The vagina. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, it's like one? a western. It's like... hard to rhyme a word like, like vagina. vagina. It is. <laughs> is that Bloodhound Gang or something? Yes. Yeah, it's Thank you, Phil. It's got to be Bloodhound Gang. It is Bloodhound yeah. Gang. So uh, I got another story for you. Uh, you go to your Harley Davidson dealership. No. Okay. All right. Let's just say in a hypothetical hypothetical world. Oh, okay. All right. You happen to go into your Harley Davidson. Are you giving me a raise? Is that what you're telling (laughs) me? (laughs) Well, I might not have to based on this story. Um, There is a brand of motorcycles that's been sold with limited success at some scooter dealerships and at some smaller motorcycle dealerships in the United States. And the brand of motorcycles called He is Sung. And he is he is hung. He is hung. Right. He is hung from China. That doesn't make sense. They're from Korea. <laughs> Small dick joke. Small dick. <laughs> Asians. All right, go ahead. So Hai is sung. Uh, Hai is sung or uh, I'm killing the pronunciation. But they so you, you, you had it. Yeah, yeah, it, was right. fine. it was perfect. It's Hyosung. Uh, so anyway. They're going to be working directly with ATK motorcycles. Dirt bike guys, you know, guys who are gay for dirt bikes will totally understand what ATK is. They're an American manufacturer of dirt bikes. They make some really high-quality stuff. Together, they're going to produce a motorcycle that will be largely produced in Korea by Hyosung and assembled in the United States of America by ATK, giving it the highly sought-after Made in America. So we have a little bit of a problem with that. Uh, because you know, if you say made a little in America, bit of a problem. Yeah, you say made in America. You want to have Americans building it, not just one guy bolting the. Wheel you want to have Larry the Cable Guy himself, yes. like putting the final finish the entire, on the no, bike. I want him to build the entire bike. Yeah, you're I do. Say he made should be welding that fucking frame. If, right. I mean, right. we know a lot of the companies who have done final assembly in the United States and could have used the term made in America, but they didn't America. because it would have been too obvious that their bike was actually a, you know an Asian bike. Well, the the guy from uh, Cleveland. Yeah, he's one. He's an example. He's a good example of that. Yeah, so, he 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 can't. He doesn't have the Made in America badge. Though, no, right? he doesn't. He no. gives it a Chinese VIN number, and it's legit, yeah. right? So well, I'd and, rather and, have you be he, honest he about China. He still does a lot of the work here. There's there's stuff happening here, yeah. but yeah. I think this deal. Well, I'm going to get into a little bit more than the nefarious okay. nature of this deal. Okay, so these. Now wait a second. We said these are Hia Sungs. They're going to be badged as ATKs. Oh, now we're getting confused. Okay, it's an ATK badged motorcycle. They'll be smaller displacement motorcycles that will be sold in selected Harley-Davidson dealerships. Okay. Uh, Sources close to the deal tell me that ATK may also be selling their off-road motorcycles in some Harley dealerships as well. It is not yet entirely clear which of the ATK-badged Hyosungs will be made available to the Harley dealers, although the new 700cc Aquila, or Aquia, is a likely candidate. Now, you guys grab your smartphones, look up the Hughes song, and it's H Y O S U N G. Aquila, or A Q U I L A. In I any didn't case, know there was going to be a test. It looks uh, like kind of a bastardized ha- a Harley V rod, okay, just for the fun of it. It's, uh, like a, it's like a smaller V rod. So, Oh, wait. Oh, g- get the fuck out. So, wait. Yeah. Harley's not only going to sell 
these Chinese dirt bikes. Well, no, the the ATK dirt bikes are made in America. Okay. But what this represents, I think, is with the complete skullduggery and knife in the back to Eric Buell <coughs> and the loss of their 500cc entry-level motorcycle. Right. They are now picking up a Korean-made 650, 700cc motorcycle. They also, Hyosung also does a 250cc well, motorcycle. Horrible. They're picking that up to sell in their dealerships as their entry-level bike, branding it as some combined ATK Harley-Davidson deal. So, no, it's, 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 uh, now, oh, but I've read this story, right. and Harley-Davidson actually has nothing that's to do with this That's the great part. When you read deeper into this thing, yeah. sources also tell me that it is possible, although exactly how possible is still unclear, for modified versions of the current 250cc and 650cc cruisers and sport bikes with new bodywork created by ATK are candidates for those dealers who desire them. Update. This has nothing to do with Harley-Davidson. Harley-Davidson is aware of what is happening, but does not endorse it. Yeah. So they are not putting you know, a shield and bar on this thing and saying it's part of the brotherhood of Harley-Davidson. However, it's purely a deal between some select Harley dealers and ATK's Frank White, who pushed the deal through. The motor company has their hands completely off on this one. Yeah, Harley-Davidson. I, I read this story, and Harley is actually... Now, on that, they say they're not endorsing, but in the stories right. I've read, Harley is actually against this. I mean, obviously, because what does that say about any Harley-Davidson dealership you go into where they're selling these Far East-made right. bikes mm-hmm. that, I mean, I have never ridden one, but I'm going to go out there. I've never ridden anything made in Korea that I thought was acceptable to be on the road. I've actually ridden these bikes a lot, the Hyosung, <coughs> and I found that the Hyosung was a fantastic copy of the SV650. I mean, it was the best copy of an SV650 I've ever ridden. The problem is... It's a copy of an SV650. It's a copy of an SV650. <laughs> exactly. you don't, like, I mean, the SV650 is don't need to copy it. Yeah. Like, it's still available, and it's not that they're copying the current edition of the SV650. They're copying a five-year-old version of the... Right. They're, they're just going for a V-twin thing. Yeah, so you yeah. can buy a five-year-old SV650 and get a bike that's really made by Suzuki that you can really get parts for easily, or you can buy a brand-new Hyosung 650 that's a copy of an older SV650, and it it's probably... I mean, honestly, i got to tell you, I talk to people that are dealers of these things, and they love them. The quality's fantastic. The parts support is amazing, and that's all really well and good. But the point is, I don't need to buy a copy of an SV650 when I can buy an SV650. Exactly. And I don't need to buy a bike that looks like a V-Rod, but it only has a 650cc motor, when there's scads of V-Rods out there that I can buy that have... The bigger technology, bigger motor, bigger power. What's the market? Well, that's the interesting thing. I think what this is for is for Harley guys who've said it's a recession economy. People aren't coming in and buying $20,000 motorcycles anymore. we got to get in on some of this low-buck bike money. I will never buy a $20,000 motorcycle. Well, of course. Ever. I, and even if you did, the problem is there's a lot of people that are saying the same thing in the if current I did, recession economy. Me, You're just right. cheap. Well, yeah, being a cheap bastard is going to keep you out of the Harley dealer. But now the idea is you go into the Harley dealer, and they're looking at it two ways. I think my personal opinion means nothing. Don't sue me. Okay. This is my new disclaimer. Okay. One. We, we need to have that at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to say <clears throat> yeah. the beginning, the end, and everything else. One, okay, guy rolls into the Harley dealership. He wants to buy the low rider. He wants to buy whatever. His wife's with him. They're looking for a bike for her. A 650 or a 700cc V-twin that's low to the ground is going to be really attractive. 
It's going to be made in Korea, so the price point and the margin is going to be good, which is going to keep the dealer happy. He's going to make a bucket of money on that bike. So that works good. Then the other angle is a guy goes into his Harley dealership and he's got visions of Harley Davidson in his eyes, but he can't afford it. So the dealer goes, well, you can't afford that, but I got a $5,000 bike over here you can't afford. And it's a 650 and it goes 85 miles an hour. Is somebody going to get beers? No, I think I'm good. What's that? Do the song. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All I need is ten and five or keys in a car and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. Or just Juliana. Or Juliana. Or Juliana. Yeah. It's good. I can only sing that song. I'm mostly sober. Don't hit me. So I think that's the deal. I got to say that what they're doing... The biggest problem is not anything that we say about it in here, because we mean fuck all. No, yeah. The biggest problem is these guys with Harley Owners Group patches that are oh, going to go yeah, in. That, they're that's go. the most retarded Dude, these guys thing were already calling. Okay. I know Harley guys that were already calling the V Rod. It's a piece of Jap crap. <clears throat> it's a fucking V Rod, right? Um, you can't get any more Harley Davidson. I know it's liquid cooled, and I know it's fuel injected, and I wham, know the motor wham, 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 actually wham. makes power. Yeah, yeah. Wham, 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 and it's, wham, wham. it's reliable, right. and it runs right, and it sits properly. You can do. You can do. So they're gonna go like a normal. Yeah, motorcycle. they're gonna go apeshit bananas when the uh, when these uh, you know Korean built motorcycles come into their in their store. The uh, there's a story about a local Harley dealership that actually is also selling. Andretti slash Benelli motor scooters. Are they still around? No, they're not. A power sports <laughs> factory kind of went out of business and took Andretti Benelli with him. Andretti put his name on a Chinese scooter. Benelli is an Italian name. They figured with Andretti and Benelli on the name of the scooter, you couldn't possibly think it wasn't Italian, even though it was a Chinese bike. No, but Benelli makes motorcycles. Benelli still. makes motorcycles in Italy. Yeah. They still do. Still. Right, but their and scooters are made in China. Their motorcycles are very. Well made, right? And they're actually very attractive. Oh, gorgeous! To yeah. me, they've got a very cut down, very oh, you know, minimal look. And Benelli makes gorgeous motorcycles. They make a damn fine shotgun too. You can't even buy Benelli's here, can you? Uh, the motorcycles? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah, you can buy Benelli's shotguns? here. Shotgun, Benelli shotguns. Yeah, can you make shotguns? Yeah. Oh, good. I was yeah. talking yeah. about I the motorcycles because this huh? is a motorcycle podcast. Same like, company. Well, I'm I'm thinking the was, gun podcast hey, is after I'm, this. I'm remember? thinking zombie defense. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got to know. I got my zombie defense. All right, listen. all right, pal. <laughs> we gotta have priorities. Hey, joke gotta man. Stick to what the, the top. Oh, listen, I got a Smith and Wesson. I'm just guy. saying. No, I was texting. He's got I don't know. He's talking guy. about. I don't know. That was funny though. <laughs> <laughs> the gun podcast is after this. <laughs> so, long story short, I think that the Harley Davidson dealerships are going to lose a little bit of their core market the more they try to bring off brands into their stores. And market them as their own. The same way there was a lot of pushback from the Harley devotees when Buell started showing up in Harley dealerships. The difference being that Buell homespun Americana, yeah, that was totally a, red, white, and blue. A true, a true American built motorcycle. motorcycle right. Yeah. True. And now they're bringing in a Korean-made motorcycle that, despite how many ATK badges you put on it, or call it the Mini Harley or the Baby Harley or it's whatever, it's going to have that stink. It's going to kind of have the smell of Asia on it. So I think that the guys, the Harley Davidson, the black and orange crowd are going to pick up on that real quick, and they're not going to like it. What about the, uh, remember the, uh, the AMF Harleys? Well, I mean, that was, yeah. a dark, that was a dark period, too, yeah. when your motorcycle was built by a company that makes you know bowling balls and return machines. 
Right. And, and they suffered. Guys, to this day, do not value the AMF Harley-Davidsons. And I'm a guy that owned two of those AMF Harley-Davidsons. Yeah, but and I can was, tell you, they were junk. That yeah. was kind of a boost in the arm for Harley. Well, it was that the money they needed. Going. Yeah. It was the money they needed. You know, right. so yeah. Okay. Being well, bought by AMF. Yeah. 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 Being purchased by AMF saved the company. However, the quality of the bikes dropped dramatically. We had Air Machi Harley-Davidsons. Well, that was them buying Italian yep. bikes and branding them as exactly. Harley-Davidsons. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, this is obviously not Harley-Davidson uh, buying all those 250 dirt bikes. Them. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah, it's something to think about. And it is kind of just like the pulse of the nation. When we say recession's hard, it hurts a lot of people, and these Harley dealers are going, I need something in my showroom that's affordable. Because we can't sell. Even our the Sportster Iron that we talked about is an $8,000 motorcycle. And I think that you're getting a lot of bang for your buck out of that Sportster Iron. But it's still an $8,000 motorcycle. True. And they need they're they're wanting to hit the market with a two fifty or a six fifty or a seven hundred that a guy can buy for under five grand. Since so we're on the Harley topic, yeah. you just bought a Cushman. Yeah, I did. We need a Harley topper. I've had them. Uh, well, we I, need one for the oh, museum. Dude, I don't want another Harley. We topper. need one for the that museum. That was a piece of crap. Just so when Harley guys come into the uh, shop, oh yeah, we can. Yeah, it's just like the Cushman. We got them covered with the <laughs> yeah. Cushman. They come in. Yeah, like, when the Harley. Guys I bet go. you never heard of a bike called a Cushman. I go like, dude, I got one parked right over there. Yeah. Go check it out. So I love that answer when people are like, I bet you never heard of a bike called a Wizard. But I just like, like the Harley know. guys coming in the shop and they're like, oh right, a Harley. Then we can yeah. point at the top and be like, we do, we do too. We got a Harley. <laughs> a Harley. I always wanted to take. One of those up to uh, Smedley's because they have like their, their their whole bike parking yeah. areas like Harley Davidson only. Yep. Like all the jet bikes have to park across the street. Yep. And I was just like, if I could fucking get my hands on a Harley Topper, Dustin, you don't even need to do that. In my garage right now, I got that prototype military Harley Davidson MT500. Okay, Rotax powered, United States Army prototype motorcycle. And when I had it, I used to love going to parking lots that were Harley-Davidson only. Mm-hmm. And the one <clears throat> sketchy thing that I did about that motorcycle, you know, it's all flat black. It's a prototype military bike. Right. But in the side panels, molded in the side panel, was the old Harley-Davidson text, the old Harley-Davidson logo. And I took a little bit of white paint, and I matted the, the text right down into some white paint so that, like, the white Harley-Davidson stood out. So a flat black stealth motorcycle, but you could read where it said Harley-Davidson on it. And I would go to any opportunity I could to park in the Harley-only parking. And dudes nice. would walk out and they'd be like, what the hell is that Japanese piece of <coughs> dirt bike parked in our Harley? I was like, no, that's a Harley-Davidson. In fact, it's such a Harley-Davidson that your dumbass company bought the company in England that builds it to try and guarantee themselves the contract for the U.S. Department of Defense. And they lost. <laughs> you bought a company and you lost the contract. You got, you know, Kawasaki won the military contract, and basically Harley Davidson ended up with a whole bunch of motorcycles. They had to push on dealers at ten grand a piece. It's hilarious. That it's Har- really hilarious. Harley Davidson wouldn't even be around. Like the the whole Indian Harley Davidson race for military contracts put Indian out of business, and right. Harley got which the was contracts. a shame because Harley cheated. Well, it was a five hundred cc contract, and they brought seven hundred and fifty cc's yeah, to the they game. They cheated. Yeah, but. I mean, end result's the end result. Uh, Who says cheaters never prosper? Yeah, there you go. Well, back then, they didn't quite have See, Mom, cheaters prosper. And Indian's been owned by, what, at least four or five different companies now since then? We're still around, huh? Yeah, I drove past their world headquarters. Are they at least owned by an Indian company now? No, they're 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 owned by a group of Americans. Americans but really? the hilarious thing about the Indian motorcycle company is I drove past their joint. The dealership in Erie, PA, I think it was Erie or somewhere, 
Uh, I drove past the Pennsylvania Indian dealership, the big ass sign on the side. No, we were, that was uh, we were in like West Virginia or something. We saw a dealership and, there, yeah, and yeah, it was Harley. Yep. Harley Indian, Indian Triumph. Triumph, yeah, yeah, they like yeah. had like the it was very swanky. Going, yeah, it was very swanky. But they were out of business. But they were out of business. They were closed. <laughs> yeah, so this market has not been good on the Harley Indian Triumph dealer. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say it was the 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 Indian that did them in. Cause... Well, we had a customer that was that owned an Indian dealership in I think it was Erie or somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah. And she came in and was talking about it, and I said, "Well, how you doing?" And she goes, "Oh no, we're done. <laughs> that's yeah. it. You know, that's that was our that was our main marquee brand." And they they're they're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, but so. they'll be around. They'll be back. Well, know? it's like the Moto Guzzi. It's kind of the kiss of a death for the dealer. Yeah. People love the Shit. brand. People love talking about. Oh, I got an Indian. I got a Moto Guzzi. But you don't ever want to be the dealer for that brand, man. That's just <laughs> that is the kiss of death. Yeah. You want to put your business out of business? Become a Moto Guzzi dealer. Yeah. It'll, it'll be the end of the game real soon. The uh, one thing I want to talk about. We just went to a scooter rally down in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Oh, I thought you weren't going to talk about it. We weren't going to talk about it. That We're like, oh, we're not going to take this thing to scooter level. But honestly, this was an amazing scooter rally. And when you go to scooter rallies, you got to kind of decide how you're going to represent. Are you going to take like an old Lambretta, you know, so you get the, the cred. And I took this old uh, 1964 Vespa GS that I have that's got a, a shit hot motor in it. And uh, it's real fast. But it, it looks like an old 64 patinaed up rusty old Vespa. So it's fun to go tooling around. And my wife's on the back, and I'm no small kid. I'm like 225 pounds. And she's on the back. But this thing flies. So we're having a blast on the ride. We're just launching away from lights with the front wheel in the air, having a good time. We went all the way up to the Kennedy Space Center and got to see all the rockets and shit and paid the $41 exorbitant admission to go look at NASA and basically look at everything that we've spent money on for chucking shit into space it was really cool it was educational but one of the things that i noticed is you know motorcycle rallies and scooter rallies man it's a totally different scene when you get to a rally all the rules are gone and it is a whole weird environment where i have been at rallies where it's dangerous there's fireworks going off there are drunk people <laughs> on bikes going sideways on wet grass <laughs> Naked people coming at you at 30, 40 miles an hour. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> and it's just off the chain. And we have done in the past, we've done mixed rallies where the local uh, Crows Motorcycle Club in D.C. met us at Summit Point Raceway for a combined rally, a motorcycle rally and a scooter rally put together. And at 4 in the morning, when we've drank the like 19 kegs of beer that they brought out from their bar, the Crow Bar, and we p polished them off, and they're all trying to go to bed and get their sleep, and they're yelling at us, come on, turn it off. You, okay, you proved your point. You can party more than we can. And they're done with it. Uh, the scooter rally thing, and I'm going to say scooter rally, but it's really any rally. Get a chance, go to a damn rally, have a good time, go there with an open mind, because it really is. The fun is what you make of it. You're going to meet people you've never met before. You're going to see really cool bikes. And if you bitch and moan that you didn't have a good time at a rally, we have zero sympathy for you because you could have had a great time. Because most of the people that were there, this rally was put on. We took over a comfort inn on Highway, you know, A1A, A1A man. Yeah. I mean, this was on the strip. A comfort inn with the pool and a hot tub. And, the, you know, we had a, a suite that overlooked the ocean. And it was just beautiful. 
And the funny thing is, you got that weird vibe when you've done like 20 years of rallies where there's camping rally etiquette and then there's city rally etiquette. So city rally etiquette, if you bust out your fireworks and start lighting them off in the middle of the courtyard of the Comfort Inn, there's seven or eight scary guys that are going to come up and put you in check immediately because we don't want to get thrown out of this mother because we spent big yeah, money yeah. to be there. 130 bucks a night. 130 bucks a night. I don't want to get thrown out. You know, We want to sit there <laughs> and we want to enjoy every penny's worth of this rally. But uh, it took me back to an old trick that we used to play. And, and I'm going to give you guys the best fun uh, scooter rally bonfire trick that I can give you from my bag of tricks. When you go to these rallies and events... They have a lot of beer. People bring their own beer, but they kind of covet it and hide it. But usually the pre- presenters will have, like, a ton of pop, just, like, cans of Fago soda, like, you know, nickel a can, 20 cents a can. And nobody drinks it. I mean, you know, even your most hardcore straight-edge guys are just, they're not going to touch that crap. So there's always a lot of it hanging around. So what you do is you take one of these cans of pop, and you get a good roaring bonfire, like a decent hot bonfire. You take a couple of cans of soda... And you chuck it in the embers. You just throw it right down in there. And then uh, just kind of hang back. Because what's going to happen is spectacular. Uh, (laughs) You can talk about your Mexican south of the border illegal M80s and crap. It is nothing. You know, a $2 M80 can't hold a candle to a 15-cent can of Fago. When it gets hot, real hot, it cooks off. And the weakest point of that can goes away. And this thing comes shooting out of the bonfire at about 300 miles an hour. And you don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, it's a party. And when this thing comes out of the fire, even remotely near you, you're going to dive like it's an RPG. But the fun part is what comes out of the back of the can is like molten, syrupy soda. And that goes everywhere. So it's not only fun for the people it launches towards... But it's fun for everybody around who gets the effect, kind of like that fourth dimensional movie when you're like, you all of a sudden have the hot, sick, sticky substance on you. It's like the closest it's, thing to bukkake you're ever going to work. That, this is where we do the disclaimer don't try this at home, kids. No, try yes. it at home. Yeah, right? yeah, try yeah, it at yeah. somebody else's home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, try it at someone else's <laughs> house. Right. The next time Not you're at a bonfire, though, and you want to just instantly let the whole crew there know what kind of just, like, a do-not-invite-me-back person you are. Don't sue <laughs> Phil. Yeah, don't sue. Right? Once again, this is only a suggestion. It's my own personal experience. This is not advice to anybody, and please don't sue me. Joe, your next party? Yeah. Couple yeah, we're going to do it? Oh, yeah. A okay, couple yeah. of cans of soda. You put it right in the fire. And we've run into hardcore types that are like, you know, when you get done with your little Coleman stove and you got that little blue can of propane, mm-hmm. and they chuck that in the fire, oh. those guys are assholes. Like, oh, no, yeah. no oh, joking yeah. around. People will die. They're trying to kill someone. Right. right. And then uh, at the Gettysburg rally, somebody took one of those Newcastle the kegs, table kegs. Yeah. The, the table kegs are real hip right now. But was but, it, it was I full? love them. No, no, no. It was empty. It was empty. Oh. Like, they drained it. But it's still a And you take this pony, oh, this table keg, and this table keg goes into fire, and it takes that thing a long time to cook off. Like, you, you forget that it went in there. Oh, and we did. No. We totally forgot that thing went in there. And it came out, like, 240. And a guy was sitting in one of those little folding camp chairs, you know, the Walmart chairs, and he was sitting there. And this thing came out and got all up in his stuff, knocked him out of the chair, Fantastic noise. I mean, it sounded like a mortar going off, but uh, big fun. 
Yeah, big fun. So we're gonna give that to you as a little party tip for uh, from the folks here at Cleveland Moto. See, see, my my old thing with there's there seems to be a lack of fun motorcycle rallies to go to. Like really, like well, I mean, like scooter rallies are one thing. Like you know, we've got yeah. a lot of fun scooter rallies to go to, but like there's no motorcycle. I think there's been rallies. a lull because you know I used to go to Chillicothe and Chillicothe has turned into a. You don't take your motorcycle anymore. You take a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about seeing boobies. Yeah. So basically, it's Old like... boobies. Yeah, it's a 50... I, yeah. like, I like boobies. I have a feeling that Juliana's I've been, been to Chillicothe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoy boobies. Though. It's But no, Did it's anyone a, see Tecumseh? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. The deal with Chillicothe is it's a 53-year-old woman on the back of a golf cart shaking what the good Lord gave her. Strips that halter top off. I don't like that. And they drop to about her knees. Uh. And nobody wants to see that. But the guys go bananas for it anyway, so the girls feel really good about themselves. And the ladies feel great. But I guess the long and short of it is Chillicothe's the last motorcycle rally that I've been to in a long time that still had that dirty, dangerous feel to it. And really, it's just, you know, we used to go to rallies, and we would go downtown. Like, we'd leave the rally site, we'd go downtown to go to a strip club or something like that. And we would run into a little problem here, a little problem there. And the whole thing was like, dude, we need to get back to the safety of the rally site. Well, how stupid is that? Because the rally site is the one place where you can physically get hurt to sweet. I mean, you can really get damaged at the rally site. But the idea of being around normal human beings just felt uncomfortable to us once you've been on the rally site for a couple of days. The, um, yeah, the you went to do the ton rally? Like... Uh, it, it wasn't necessarily a rally. It was just a good a gathering. A get together. Yeah, it was, it was a gathering. Did it have like the? It's Friday. It's eighty-five degrees. I've been here for three hours. It, I'm it getting was naked. Actually, and riding it was actually a bike. like damn near hundred degrees. Okay, so was anybody like I'm getting naked? And I'm going to ride this bike. Uh, there was a bit of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. there's there's hope. Well, here yeah. here we go. Yeah. I haven't talked this over with you guys at all. Oh boy. Um, get, this is just getting, me getting... No, get, we're not getting, getting naked. Dangerous. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why do you got to drop it at the podcast? Oh, man, I have my pants We're dropping already. this at the podcast. Oh, no. Cleveland Moto is now an entity. We're, we're a podcast. Right. We're, we're, we're everything. We have t-shirts. We are going... We do have t-shirts. This, and, and stickers. And stickers. This year... I forgot to show you those. We are throwing a, a smash-up... A camping rally. Camping rally. A camping rally. We're going to do it. In. We're going to do it. In. No, it's in. not in. You're planning it. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I'll plan You've it. Been made rally coordinator. Oh, wow. But, I, I, I will plan but, the fuck out of that. So, well, Dustin, what are we going to have at this rally? Let's get let's get back to basics. Let's do it. Let's do a fucking real fun camping rally. We'll yeah. plan it around Cleveland-ish area. area right. Because it's not going to be in Stefan's no, backyard. Yeah. There's no. There's. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're gonna we'll do it this year, and we'll find a place to do it at, and right. it'll be you know just a. a Ride it in, ride it in, be nice. Yeah, ride it in, ride it out, and we'll find a nice couple of days. Big fun, private area to do it. Right, you know. I I think that's a fantastic idea. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you own a piece of property, let's say 12 acres or better, uh, give us a call. Let us know, and uh, we'll come out and abuse your property for a couple of days. And uh, you'll probably have something to tell your kids about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good times. Kegs yeah, but fire. We're, we're, we're doing it this year. Yeah. Let's let's do it this year. Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. wanted to do a Cleveland camping rally. Yeah. I know. And I think we you can know, do it. We 
you know, instead of just being like scooter hooligans, we gotta be motorcycle hooligans too. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the DC, <laughs> the DC <laughs> rallies, <laughs> yeah, the Summit Point rallies were always 50 50 motorcycles <laughs> and scooters, and that's what made it so good. Is you had this uh, the element, and you know, if you don't know scooter rally people, scooter rally people, this isn't their first rodeo, and they've been doing this for a long time, and so they've broken pranks and jokes and tricks they've they've driven them into the ground like if you want to find your bike standing on its tail in a portageon we know how to make that happen uh we can suspend motorcycles and scooters from strange places we we can do anything with ratcheting tie down straps so yeah it's good it's good carnage we, I'm, I'm gonna send these guys out a plug the guys at lowbrow customs yeah yeah they always do their their smash ups at like nelson's legend yeah the show. whole shot yeah, they do their yeah, whole shot perfect. and stuff like that in Salem. Right. But I, I know for a fact these gentlemen are buying a substantial amount of property that's a little bit closer to Cleveland. Wow. Holy and, crap. You know what? I'm going to get with them. I think this year we'll we'll do a Cleveland Moto I slash I, I like Lowbrow Customs. Oh, I, I do. Yeah, I love yeah. those guys. They, they supported our rally heavily last year. Yeah, very they, heavily. they were fantastic. They brought yeah. great bikes out, too. Yeah, yeah. and they, so that they do a like good job. something we need to work on. Yeah. I yeah. like that. I'll, I'll work, work on it. Idea. Yeah, I'll work on it. Yeah. There's right, nothing Dustin, better. Dustin's working on it. I'm there's nothing sure better than that. Yeah, there's nothing better than sleeping in a field, waking up dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, horrible. That's perfect. Yeah. But if it's just that close enough to home, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Is it. Easier it's, when it's, it's, close it's, to home. it's as it should be. Yeah. You know, you should not go to a motorcycle rally and walk away feeling like I, I feel clean. Oh no, no. Yeah, I mean, I that's feel, the. I, I just feel I feel enlightened <clears throat> and clean, and it, you should be like. Usually, it takes me two weeks to feel clean. I was going to say James. Sort of James can nurse a hangover longer than anyone I've ever oh, met. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. We had that last time. A good rally weekend is going to put James on the DL for four or five days. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it. I, I think I did quite well this. I rally. think maybe you need to have a doctor look at your liver because <laughs> it's not working right. You need a charcoal filter or something. <laughs> oh. Missions. James' liver is blacker than Chris Brosh. <laughs> way to go! Way, way to go outside on that. <laughs> yeah. Way. Now, now everybody at home Mosh. is typing into the Google. Mosh. Mosh. He's a basketball player. A basketball I fucked player. it up. Way to bring out a sports Sorry. reference to. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah, trying to. to I'm trying to keep it yeah. nice. Sports. Yeah, reference. but sports reference. I. I, I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up in Google. Yeah, when you I get way to really chime in with like. I might make a comedy reference. No, I'm just trying to be funny. I'm sorry. Might be funny. I was billed as the comedian, so I'm only talking when I'm saying some. Hey, we didn't. Bill you as the comedian, you build yourself. No, as you that. did too. That's I think why I was invited. He's a comedian, but he's I'm sitting a down. Comic. So his yeah. party power is only fifty percent. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah he is so. really funny. Check him. Whiskey. Check him out at uh, whatever he's doing. Next. Ghetto Be Joe Howard at Twitter, and yeah. I'm gonna be. He, he I don't have any plugs though. <laughs> he, is gen- he is genuinely ghetto funny. Ghetto Joe Howard. Right. Yeah, Ghetto <laughs> Joe Howard yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, but he emceed our rally. Well, not emceed. He did a thing at our rally last year, and. Hopefully this year. Yeah, talk no about, MC. Yeah, talk about room. how you heckled me during my set and I smashed you. Yeah, that didn't work out uh, so well. It didn't work out good for you, did it? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> he's, 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 but he's James good is on the fly. But James is legitimately used to just being beat down. Well, I got him. All the time, he's used to being beat down. 
Like he's, Ouch. He's, no, but he takes it well. I mean, no, that's no, no. yeah. That's yeah. good. What, he from cries from at what night. I know of that. Uh, he cries at night. <laughs> <laughs> he cries at night. You open your mouth for two she, words. She's and like me. Don't talk unless Don't. it's hysterical. Juliana just smoked you. <laughs> yeah. She smoked you. She smoked you. That's like me. Just lay back in the cut and just you, wait like a sniper. Yeah, Ju- Julian is just officially wait. a better comedian he than you. He cries himself right to sleep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I got some lines out. The yeah. Asian guys with the well, small dicks. Come on. Come on. You're doing I was fine. there. You're doing, doing fine. fine. <laughs> Phil was Phil was talking about motorcycles and shit, so I let him. You didn't want to jump in on I that. I didn't want to jump in on that. I don't know no, nothing. No, oh yeah, my yeah, god. Exactly. It's fine. Well, the, I mean, part of this whole thing is he's forgotten more about motorcycles than I. We don't oh, give. Yeah, a, yeah. I mean, okay. The motorcycles is just you know it's a vehicle in more than that sense of the word. It's it's the price of admission to get into a great event and and meet some cool people and. I've gone to rallies with no bike. I've showed up with with nothing but an empty trailer and just had a freaking great weekend. I mean, a fantastic weekend. So it's not necessarily about bringing a bike out. I know guys that have shown up to rallies for years, and I don't even know if they own a bike. Yeah, but I can't they... even name the last rally I went to that I had a bike. <laughs> you, had a bike. <laughs> you had a bike all lined up for this one. and, and, we, and <coughs> seriously, oh, come on. Okay, That's prior to the Cocoa Beach rally, we were sweating bullets trying to get bikes done, and neither one of us brought... Anything that we remotely thought we were going to bring. James brought a bike that we ended up selling out from under him the second day of the rally. So that's all right. it was like, it's got a for sale sign on it. We got to sell that. But uh, yeah, it's fun to go out and uh, and hit these events and meet meet cool people and drink with them or you know share your stories. But that's one thing to say. Like even if you're just thinking about buying a bike and you see an event you want to go to, go to it. Yeah, they're a ton of fun. Right. You meet the coolest people, and you might get some insight to what you want to buy or purchase, or you know. Oh, we've seen people change. I mean, we've seen people change whole directions once they go to a rally. So they'll come into it thinking, okay, this is the bike that I want. This is what I think is cool. This is where I think I want to be. And then they get to a rally, and they're like, oh my god, I had no idea this much weird existed in one place. I'm totally jumping ships. I'm going this other direction with it because this is fun. And I'm, you know, and that's when people change from being. Just a commuter or a person who's just got a bike that they're building to ride to work every day versus a guy that's literally going to 14 rallies a year, uh, you know, putting his job in jeopardy, spending himself into debt on his credit card so he can just go to the next rally because he's got to Why do you just got to call me out? Why do you always got to call me out? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if like you got a guy with a stock GZ250 or something, like, yeah. you know, that yeah. just bought a bike to right. learn how to ride and blah, blah, blah. And he wants to get more into the culture of it. Go to these rallies. It's right. a great time. Oh, yeah. You'll meet guys like Dustin. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a whole right. lot of fun. <laughs> You're going to get Thank, your world changed. Thanks for your enthusiasm <laughs> on that there, pal. Well, I mean, it can turn into this nerd fest where you just basically sit around and everybody just regurgitates numbers. Like, I got this carbon on my bike, and I got this piston on my bike, and I got all this, you know, I did this, I'm this, and totally this. I'm totally the nerd fest. Oh, yeah. People too. get into the nerd fest uh, like yeah. crazy, and that's all they want to talk about is, like, what you got in your bike. And I think for my first year or two of rallies, that was where I was. I was just kind of like racing the build sheet, you know, just bench racing at the rally. But then it turns into more of a social aspect where the people that you're meeting there become more important than the bikes that they're riding. So, and then there's that point where you're into the the person thing. And you know, I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather rant on people for hours than rant on bikes for hours. So, and the people can be far more diverse than the machines are. 
So it's pretty cool. And as the scooter culture got older, more of the scooter people kind of turned into motorcycle people because scooters can sometimes be a gateway drug for motorcycles. And the guy that's riding a scooter this year, next year is going to come out on some cool vintage cafe racer bike because he got the bug. And now when you do a ride, you never know. When we call a ride out, we never know what people are going to ride. No, you have no idea what somebody's going to show well, you up. You look on. at mods and rockers this year. Yeah, it was all kinds of crazy. Oh my god! Shit. Yeah, yeah, the right? stuff that came up out People. of the woodwork, and we were just like, "What? I didn't even know you had that." Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, I got it last year. I've been working on it for a year, and I yeah. decided well, I was going to bring it out. Well, that's the good thing about it is like yeah. you know the two wheel community, the you know the, the culture. It's, it's so strong. Yeah, that we. You know, it's, well, it's not just about you know what you ride; it's about yeah. who you are who, yeah. and the yeah. fact that you ride. Yeah, it's nice it, to feel the fiber of somebody's fabric too. It, may, it really makes yeah. you. Uh, when people first get in, they're like, "No, dude, I, I, you know, I'm a motorcycle guy. I hate on scooters." And then you start going to some events, and you're like, "Wait a second, man! These these scooter guys are kind of." Fucking freaked out. These scooter guys are kind of scary, and they're oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the scooter people. Probably have more fun at the rallies. I, I've been to Daytona. I've been yeah. to fucking Rocker Box. I've been to a lot of motorcycle rallies, and I have never been to a rally that where's like the people are as crazy as if you just go to like a simple fucking camping scooter yeah, rally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the scooter rallies are way well because it takes way a more of the special top. type of fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is true. When you do, like, somebody who raises their hand and says, willingly, I'm a scooter rider. Like, that guy has already been kicked in the dick yeah. so many times that you can't embarrass oh, no, him. But, I you mean, can't hurt oh him. My like, you got guys like Keith Wyatt. <laughs> and I love Keith to yeah. death. But he wears a, a sweater. It's not. That's yeah. a psycho. Right. Uh, right. It's, yeah. his, it's Any, his college you know, sweater that instead of saying college says psycho. Psycho, yeah. And right. he's just like you know he's he's an older gentleman. He's well, that, that he's was, very uh, well educated. Yeah, that's what, that's he's what just the kids at his school nicknamed him Psycho. psycho yeah, he he's was school the, psychologist. Yeah. School psychologist. Yeah. So they but, just all called him Psycho. And I he's got Moto of, Psycho written across his stillet. Right. I mean, that's I'm right. giving, I'm giving Keith should. a shout out because he is one of our listeners. Oh, but he's but one of the most fun people to be around. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, he's a blast to go on rides with. Yeah. Good lord, he's a great ride player. Last St. Patrick's Day, or not the last, maybe. Not the last one. When everybody else was out on the St. Paddy's Day ride, right. yeah, and I was at the shop, he brought me, you know, a couple cans of beer. Right. So he's like, I'm looking. He's like, out oh, for I you. knew you were at the shop. You know, I thought I'd bring you some beer on St. Paddy's Day. I was like, and by the way, we are in the St. Paddy's Day parade. If anybody wants to come out and ride with us, we are in the St. Paddy's Day parade. We're in Group One, Spot. I, I, I guess. Yeah, the back. The back. No, no, we're not. We're in the front this year. That's the whole thing. We were in group three last year, like in the rear with the gear. Can I ride my bike or do I have to ride a scooter? I don't care. That's the whole thing. I don't give a damn. As as long as I, I want to take off work for that day because it fucking sucks working yeah. downtown. No, you can't work downtown on St. Patrick's Day. No, you can't do that. Like no, I, I'll go out for a smoke break at like 10 a.m. No, you got to let that go. Drunk ass motherfuckers. The parade starts. I'm sorry, I pissed on your feet last year. When yeah, you went out. Uh, the parade starts at 1 p.m. I thought you were blessing me. What's funny is I found on our local cable network that you can look up on the cable network. And like whatever the local you know thing is, but you can look up the St. Patty's Day parade on on the local cable. You type in St. Patty's Day really? parade, and they had the St. Patrick's Day on it. And guess what was on the St. Patrick's Day? Us. And nice. I was in my sidecar rig, you know, flying the car and acting like a fool. And they had us on there. It was really cool. 
Awesome. I had to watch two and a half hours of the world's most boring parade to get to the point where we were. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, I don't need I, to see. I like, think you know, the roller girls are there this year. Too, oh, they're though. always there. Yeah, yeah, and we'll always try to hook up with the roller girls. They're a lot of fun, and we drag them behind the scooters and crack the whip and stuff, and people fall down and get hurt. It's really cool. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's fun if you ever see it. It's You're all so fantastic. dangerous at St. So, Patrick's so Day. So if you want to, well, you want to come out to the parade and you want to yeah. ride with us. Show up on where is it at Euclid? It's year? on Superior. On Superior. So on Show Superior. up to Superior. One o'clock on St. Patty's Day. Right. And say I'm with the scooter nerds. Right. I'm with the scooter nerds. That's a pretty good. Start. <laughs> and they'll point you. <laughs> they'll point you right to where the we right are. Direction. Right. Yeah. yeah we're uh, we're lined up by I think it's Phoenix Coffee Shop or something. I might do that. I might be down there. It's really fun. I mean, yeah. it's what do you have to do? Yeah, it's the only yeah. time in Cleveland. Are you going to be back to work? No, I don't think so. Oh fuck that. Let's go. Yeah, maybe you know right out. Yeah, let's do it. I don't know why it is, but it's the only time in Cleveland. Where I can get on my bike, throw a block-long wheelie, right, and land it and skid to a stop, and the cop goes, that was all right. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's fun. And isn't, like, writing me a stack of tickets. Uh, they've only told me to cool it, like, once or twice at this parade. They really are funny about throwing candy out. Like, I can wheelie, and oh, I, can, yeah. I can stop you and wheelie all I want. But, like, you throw candy out, and then they're right up in your stuff. But the... Uh, but we have a great time. I mean, it's a really good time. So come we on, do burnouts. You can do whatever you want. Well, uh, I'm gonna say that you know you can't. There's a lot of things you can't do and shouldn't do and whatever. But there's some stuff that just sort of happens, and it's just like a UFO sighting. If nobody saw it, it didn't really happen. Oh. So, you know, if the police didn't see nice. it, there's no proof it ever went down. If if they saw anything, they would just tell you to chill. Right? They tell you to chill. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They're not gonna arrest you. Yeah. No. No. And we do the gay pride parade, and every time we get to the spot on oh, Lakeside. Wow. The gay pride parade is awesome. You just turned that to a whole new yeah, level man. right there. Yeah, whatever. All right, we're yeah. out of here. Thanks we're, for listening. We're we're manly motorcycle you know guys. What? Gay pride I don't parade. care. The gay pride parade is one of the most fun parades in Cleveland. And when you get to the point on Lakeside where the protesters are, we're like all the That's gotta be great. Oh my god. Oh. So they bring out like they, they, they line it up and they do this thing called oh, Angels. So gay when he said where that they too. put this band where they I put know. these like Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my god. You have and, no idea. And like the protesters are there. <laughs> the protesters set up and they do this thing where they dress up like angels, but the deal is like they have this incredibly long wingspan with like is it PVC sexy? Poles. No, it ain't. Uh, so it's, and not, bring it's out, not like a Victoria's Secret angel. What do they no. do? Well, the idea uh, is that the bummer. wingspan of their angel yeah, costumes is to deprive people standing along the parade route from seeing the seeing parade. The gate. Oh, right. my God. So they're blockers. Ah, uh, so they're cock blockers, right? Uh, so <laughs> to say, cock, cock blockers. <laughs> they are cock blockers, bastards. Right, and so they have all the signs like you know, gay equals hell and all that kind of crap. And I don't care what your politics are, but if you're down there heckling the gay pride parade, oh, uh, you're gay. I'm, I'm all like. I am going to pay as much you attention to you as I can. You're my yeah. target now. You are a, definitely a target. Uh, we pulled Put the bikes up there last year. Wings. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> right? You're gonna you're gonna deprive other people from viewing the gay pride parade. That's your statement. Is that we're gonna ruin it for everyone else? So we pulled up, and that cop let me smoke most of that back tire off my bike, and I stood right in front of those guys and just burned it down. And yeah, you get the smoke. They, people love that, you know. Yeah. They, they got to think that's great. The stench, the stench, the noise. We're on the horns the whole time, and the cop was just like, "Yeah, go ahead," you know. Like so smoke it out. I smoked that tire out, like to the point where I was actually shutting it down, just out of like I need some tire to get home on. <laughs> and 
<laughs> I didn't want to like burn it down to the tube right there in front of you know God and everybody. But yeah, I God and everybody. Where's my rim shot? Right, God, God wasn't paying attention because they're all fags after all. But they, uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was really a good time. And really, you want to go out and have a parade. Most times, parades are just boring. You're sitting there and you're just burning your clutch up, going two miles an hour. Yeah. But when we yeah. do it, we do Shriner circles and we keep it moving, have a good time. We run at each other and you know zigzag and figure eights and crap. But it is fun to go out and meet the people and have some fun on your bike. And seriously, St. Patty's Day, it's a crapshoot. You could have eight inches of snow. You could have 65 and sunny. You never know what you're going to get. My whole rule is if it's if it's raining hard or snowing, I'm not going because it ain't worth it. But St. Patty's Day, go to Cleveland, go downtown. Um, you know, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah hang out with the rest of the parade. It's a, it's a parade. huge it's parade. Everywhere. It's giant. Yeah, it's a crazy parade. Somebody's like, oh, it's the third biggest St. Patty's Day parade in the United States. I don't care. Everyone else in that parade is so much more drunk than I am, ever. <laughs> that I am just like a tiny, tiny, tiny dot on the radar. Nobody's going to hassle me. They're all worried about the frat boy who's out of control and painted himself greed and is hanging out with Weed Man. You know, <laughs> we're nothing. We don't exist. All right. So it is fun. And then we, you know, we leave there and we go to uh, that famous Irish uh, restaurant called McApplebee's. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. Steal your comments. <laughs> we go there because there's nobody in it. It's the only place in Cleveland you can get a hot meal after the St. Patty's Day parade. We roll in there, get our food on, and then go back to the city and yeah. Do I think you like the do. past three years running, we have had the same waitress. Yeah, at Applebee's. <laughs> How is that possible? How do they get retention like that? But she knows us, and oh, we yeah, roll yeah. in every year. We come in, and, and she, she takes yeah, care yeah, of us. She takes care of us. And yeah, and we drink. She's our, the only one that'll take that crappy shift. Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. Fair but I mean. Yeah, I'm not trying to be. She's a Puerto Rican gal, so right. She's, she's not she's, that concerned with the parade. Yeah, she's got yeah. she's got nothing invested in right. the Irish yeah. culture. She's not running up there to go <laughs> march with her, you know, uh, Irish dancing clog group or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, she left her <laughs> shillelagh at home. She's all right. <laughs> and it is, yeah, it is like a, this giant parade because when you see all the black dudes that come up with the like the green face paint on and stuff like that, you're like, Cleveland doesn't give a damn about. Country of origin. Yeah, yeah. Race, color, or creed. No, we don't, we don't give a damn. We just want to party. Yeah. We want to We're celebrate drinking. the end of winter. Yeah. <laughs> that's all this is. This is our, our spring solstice. This is right it, that's what it is. You're absolutely right. I don't care what the weatherman says. Dick Goddard could choke on a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day. We're going we to party. Want, yeah, we want right. to celebrate. St. Patty's Day, winter is done. Winter is officially finished. done. And on the Dick Goddard can choke on a dick comment, I think well, we should I close mean, it at that. Yeah, we should yeah. really. Yeah. The man's uh, how could it get any better? I mean, like, uh, the gay pride parade, Dick Goddard, <laughs> Willie Bears up his ass. Let's not. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. hey. It's crazy. It's, it's a crazy. podcast. It's you know? Yeah, we, right. we should definitely end on a high note. Yeah, let's go. Okay, well, once again, Cleveland Moto Podcast. Number six, you got exactly what you paid for. Yeah. <laughs> Free. Right. Uh, go to clevelandmoto.blogspot.com if you've just had enough and can't take anymore. The uh, if you if you want if you're totally uncool with the blogspot thing and you don't want to register, or sign in. Drop us an email at, at clevelandmoto at gmail.com because we're that cheap. And uh, please, you know, let us know what you think about the thing. In the meantime, go out and ride your damn bikes because the weather's starting to break. Yes. Uh, be careful out there because the weather's starting to break. Yes. True. And you're still invisible. Yes. So drive like it. Uh, have fun, but be safe. 
And yes. we want to we want you to be here for podcast number seven, despite as silly as we get. So everybody have a good time. Thank you so much. And this is Cleveland Moto signing off. Thanks. See you later. Yep. Good night. Thank you for listening to Cleveland Moto. If you have comments or topic suggestions, you can leave them at our blog at www.clevelandmoto.blogspot.com or visit our website at www.clevelandmoto.com.